Well, so um, today we're going to have a um, presentation and some information from three different organizations. Uh, and we have representatives here from each one. Uh, of course, the first one is the New Mexico Small Business Assistance Program, uh, myself. And then Cindy Jarvison with the Small Business Development Center will we'll be sharing and providing some information regarding the SBDCs and the things that they provide to small businesses in New Mexico. And then Rachel uh, Livingston with uh, AIBE, uh, American Indian Business Enterprises. I think I have that right. Uh, runs a program down at the Yellowhead Center. A little bit of an echo there. A little bit of an echo there. So why don't we get uh, started with introductions? Uh, again, I'm uh, John Martinez. I'm over at Sandia Labs. I'll be kind of your tour guide in a sense uh, through this presentation. And uh, uh, for introductions, I hope it's okay if I kind of uh, uh, go through the names that I see before me. And if each one of you would uh, do a brief introduction, uh, maybe a little bit about your organization, your company. And uh, then after introductions, we can go ahead and proceed with the presentation. So uh, Judy, why don't, you, um, why don't you say a little bit? Hi, I'm Judy Hendricks. I work also at Sandia National Labs doing the New Mexico Small Business Assistance. It's a great program to help small companies here in New Mexico with technical assistance. Thanks. So also on the line, uh, Cindy Jarvison, would you uh, please say hello and say a little bit about your yourself? Yes, good morning. My name is Cindy Jarvison. I'm the director for the Small Business Development Center at UNM Gallup. And um, I'll do a presentation, so I'll, I'll go. I'll I'll expand a little bit more about our services at that time. So I'll spare everyone the details until later. I'd like to ask our uh, next panelist, Rachel Livingston, to say hello. Hi. Good morning. Yeah. Um, my name is Rachel Livingston. I'm the outreach coordinator for AIBE. Um, like Cindy said, I'll be uh, elaborating. So these are our folks uh, kind of doing the introduction. We've got quite a quite a few a number of folks here, uh, more than I was aware of. So I apologize, maybe in the uh, spirit of time, we can uh, go ahead and uh, get into the information. That's why you're here. And uh, we'll kind of just start in proceeding with the, with the introduction. How does that sound? Very good. So a little bit of housekeeping, uh, if you would. Uh, just during the presentation, there's going to be plenty of opportunity for some Q&A. And if by some chance I lose internet connection, uh, I'm going to ask Judy Hendricks to uh, step in and uh, continue with the presentation so there's no kind of awkward waiting for me to come back. Uh, on occasion, I know that the internet and working remotely can be a little unpredictable. But uh, during the presentation, if you'll just... Uh, uh, kind of uh, join mainly with audio uh, to preserve bandwidth. And um, of course, we encourage you to ask any questions and there'll be plenty of open discussion towards the end of the presentation. So with the NMSBA, uh, NMSBA New Mexico Small Business, it's a joint program between Los Alamos National Lab and Sandia National Laboratories. And what it does is... Um, I want uh, to. Oh. 
Are you able to mute everybody? Well, I can walk over later if, if she doesn't take anybody. Um, there we go. The, the, the lab is to bring the technology and unique capabilities of the labs to, to New Mexico. And the program emphasizes rural New Mexico. And in exchange for the assistance that the labs provide, the laboratories get a, um, a credit on their gross receipts tax in exchange for providing the information. Uh, a few things that we're not able to do and a few things that we're able to do. So mostly we work in testing. So if you have items that need unique equipment for testing or unique expertise for testing and providing some data, uh, we're able to assist in the program, evaluate your concepts, your designs, uh, do some unique imaging. We have these microscopes that can do amazing things. We have imagers that are able to do some imaging of heat signatures or cold uh, modeling. Laboratories do quite a bit of modeling and can take a look at a design and help determine where some of the weak areas are, of course, in concepts or ideas. So the assistance is at no cost to small business in New Mexico. So if your small business has, has a unique technical challenge, or you need help with testing, or need help with uh, special equipment or advanced imaging, uh, we have the unique capabilities to do that at both laboratories. Um, and one of the things though is the assistance cannot be readily available in the commercial sector at a reasonable cost. Uh, one good example for that is about 15 years ago, 3D printing, uh, especially 3D printing with metals was very new, very unique, extremely expensive. Uh, nowadays, however, you can buy a 3D printer on Amazon for $100. You can actually get one from Home Depot. So the, that uniqueness has kind of gone away since it's readily available in the marketplace. Um, also, we're not able to make a prototype for you. We can test your prototype, but to make it for you is another story. Uh, we can't build websites. There's companies that build websites or apps, and there's no direct cash directly to the company uh, because the assistance is for the technical expertise of the laboratories not necessarily uh, funding for companies similar to what a, uh, a bank or other funding sources in the community are available to a small business. Now, as part of NMSBA, we have a few contracts um, that provide their unique capabilities. Uh, one of them is with New Mexico MEP, the New Mexico Manufacturing Extension Partnership which uh, thank you, by the way, for being host to this meeting. Uh, they provide uh, consulting and assistance in terms of lean manufacturing, manufacturing capabilities uh, through, and are able to provide certain services to NMSBA at no cost to a New Mexico small business. But we also have contracts with the research universities here in New Mexico. Uh, one is University of New Mexico with your management of technology program which do expeditionary market research uh, for technologies or for your technology company. Also a contract with the UNM School of Engineering. Uh, we have a contract with New Mexico Tech. They have some unique uh, capabilities, especially in terms of 
cybersecurity or anything that uh, oil and petroleum is one of their strong uh, points as well. And then New Mexico State University with the Arrowhead Center, uh, which of course is an agricultural school and they have unique knowledge and capabilities when it comes to food and agriculture. Uh, just some examples of some NMSBA success stories with the assistance that we've provided. So the first one on your left is wildlife protection management. And this company, this New Mexico small business came to Sandia. And what they were doing is they came up with a way to uh, basically provide vaccines to wild horses. Uh, one of the issues though is being able to get close enough to the wild horse to provide the vaccine. So they developed the baiting station, which attracted the wild horses. But then the new issue came on, how do we track which horses we gave the vaccine to? Initially, they worked with uh, chips similar to the ones that people have in their pets, their dogs. Uh, I used to have one in a, um, in a Labrador at one time. Uh, however, this was kind of still an issue and the chips weren't kind of tend to travel through the animal. Uh, the assistance that Sandia provided was in terms of, interesting enough, facial recognition of wild horses. So on the, on the poles that you see, there are cameras and the cameras take images and the images are fed to a image database. And the database and the software help determine the difference between one horse and another, how many times the horse has returned to the bait station. And this prevents over-vaccination of the same horse. It saves money from uh, using too much vaccination on a horse that keeps coming back for, to eat, of course, because it's a bait station. And it lets the system know whether to inject the vaccine or not inject the vaccine into the horse or into the wild horse. On the next one, Osaza Energy, which is another success story, uh, Osasa Energy has uh, created or developed a material or a type of uh, film, I believe, that co is a coating for uh, solar panels, photovoltaic panels, which tend to kind of degradate in over a period of time. Most, I think most systems have a life expectancy of about 20, uh, possibly 20 some years, depending on who made them. And over that time, UV light from the sun, there's sand, there's gravel, there's um, a lot of things that kind of wear and tear and start reducing the lifespan of these solar panels. And you'll get little cracks and little fissures and things that reduce the efficiency over the lifespan of the uh, solar panel. And with this material, uh, from what I recall as a self-healing material that will help uh, maintain the efficiency of the solar panel and improve its lifespan by this coating, by self-healing uh, the cracks and the creases and the little things that develop over time. Uh, however, not all of our projects are high-tech. Uh, none are required to be high-tech. Many are actually uh, manufacturer-related. Um, See, Snellops Brothers Manufacturing on the right, uh, that company is out of Bolini, Mexico, and they started out of the back of a truck making duct work for the housing developments that were going on in Bolin decades and decades ago. It's a family business that was started by the father. Well, over time, they became really good at making duct work and established contracts with some pharmaceutical companies, with Intel, with uh, General Mills here in Albuquerque. 
to provide ductwork for materials to flow through, whether they're gases or cereal uh, or the things that make cereal. However, these companies are required to clean their ductwork, to maintain them uh, for health reasons, for uh, quality control reasons. The challenge, though, is that the ductwork normally to disassemble, clean, and reassemble can take weeks and is very labor intensive and has to be inspected. And they were, Cisneros Brothers was approached by their customers to see if they can make a clamping system to easily remove the ductwork, clean it, and reassemble it and still perform to the required standard. So they created a clamp and they needed it tested so that it could perform in vacuum environments and maintain a vacuum seal. Uh, we tested their design for them, uh, provided some recommendations to improve their design. They did that. And about a year later, they came, they returned. We did some additional testing under the NMSBA program. Uh, it appeared that the data from the testing provided the data that they needed in order to approach their customers and prove that their clamping system worked. And uh, as far as I understand, they from that testing, they gained an additional customer with the U.S. Navy to provide clamping in naval ships. Now, to qualify for the New Mexico Small Business Assistance Program, it's really, really, it's really simple. You need to be a New Mexico small business and qualify under the SBA guidelines. Have to have a CRS tax ID number or gross receipts number. And the Assistance can't be readily available in the private sector. So we can't 3D print for you. If there's somebody out there that can build prototypes for you, we can't do that for you as well. And we work on a calendar year basis. So from January to December, uh, we um, that's when we do our projects. And then in January, being an evergreen program, funding is replenished every January and we can start on a new project. There's two types of projects there's, that we have. One is an individual project, which is just one business. And it has to be a for-profit business. On occasion, we get questions, is, is, is it okay if it's non-profit? Uh, and what's unique and one of the reasons that we say that it's a rural economic development is that rural counties in New Mexico get additional funding. Um, it emphasizes rural economic development. Rural counties tend to have... Uh, less resources than let's say urban counties. So there is a higher amount of funding available per business. Um, and most of the money is primarily used for labor um, versus materials. Now the other version is what's called the leverage project. And these leverage projects can be funded up to $120,000. Uh, however, to reach that amount, you need two or more businesses. So say for example, you have uh, two companies in, um, in Gallup, New Mexico. Well, that would qualify you for 40 plus 40, $80,000. To reach the $120,000 level, you would need an additional third company in uh, an urban county or two in, let's say, Bernalillo or Santa Fe County, which are considered urban. And we have two calls for this. Uh, it's kind of our version of a, I don't like a shark tank, but I, we tend to call it dolphin tank because the intention is to help you move forward um, on, on your assistance. 
And so you would need multiple companies to qualify, do a presentation. And although let's say 120 is requested, similar to you know the dolphin tank concept, it's not guaranteed the full amount will be awarded, but there's an opportunity to be awarded more than if it was a single company. Uh, project requirements is, it's gotta be managed and participated by a laboratory staff member, uh, normally a scientist or engineer that has expertise in the area that, uh, that would best support your request. Uh, we look for uh, communic ongoing communication between the engineer, between our office and the company. So we would need a specific point of contact for your company. Uh, responsibilities would be ongoing communication, responding in a timely manner, which is really important. The engineers and scientists are providing this assistance in addition to their normal work. Uh, so it's not their core work, it's not their core responsibility. It's something that they really enjoy doing. And they enjoy it because they get to see a start and a completion to the assistance that they provide. And in some cases, I've kind of come across many engineers who tell me this assistance or the assistance they're providing to the company is what they work on as a master's degree student or their PhD. And they're really excited to apply what their experience and what they learned to help out the small business. The NMSBA has covered every single county in New Mexico. Now, some counties, of course, uh, have received probably more um, assistance projects. And part of that, or actually a good part of that is the population density. So say for example, down in the lower left-hand corner of Hidalgo, the county of Hidalgo, where there are probably more cows and more coyotes than there are uh, people living in that county. We do reach out uh, and to reach everywhere across New Mexico and we appreciate you joining us in our presentation today. A few numbers on the economic impact. Uh, we do track the economic impact. We do this through a survey process and we reach out to the companies after the project is completed and with by third party, because we want you to be kind of, uh, to let you know that we do have an interest in how this has impacted you, how this has impacted your company. And the slide before you is some information over a 19 year period on uh, how it's benefited the New Mexico economy. Applying for assistance for the program is extremely, extremely easy. Uh, you just have to go to nmsbaprogram.org. There's a uh, tab on requesting for assistance and it is a one page application. The majority of the page, name, address, telephone number, your email, uh, if you prefer a certain laboratory. And then it could be a single sentence or two sentence. I need technical assistance with my invention in such and such. Or I'm having a challenge with uh, data and need help on modeling so, such and such. It doesn't have to be very detailed or scientific. Just put it in your own words. And then uh, a project manager and you will have a conversation and hopefully be able to guide it to the right subject matter expert. So the, it's a simple program. It's super easy to apply. 
Uh, we've been doing this for about 19 years. Uh, we expect and hopefully to be able to continue to provide this unique service to New Mexico small business. New Mexico is the only state in the nation that has this program. And we're really proud to be able to serve the small businesses here in New Mexico. So, I'm gonna, next I'm gonna introduce, so uh, thank you for listening for my, for my portion here. And uh, we're gonna go on to our next, present, next presenter, our next panelist which is Cindy Jarvison from the SBDC. And uh, Cindy, if you would just prompt me to uh, go on to the next slide, I'll be happy to follow your lead. Are we able to unmute, Cindy? Okay, there you go. There you go. Can you go back? I'm... There. Okay. Good morning, everybody. It's good to see all of you. I, I recognize the names and faces. So some of you who don't know me, my name is Cynthia Jarvison. I'm the director for the Small Business Development Center here at the UNM Gallup Branch. You know, deciding whether or not to start a new business can be one of the most difficult decisions a person faces in, in their life. The consequences are widespread and the impact is deep and the required commitment is immeasurable. People arrive at these crossroads for various points of views. Um, some people seem to be born entrepreneurs and others arrive at that crossroad less out of their own choosing. It's a tough choice, but many people face it every day. A multitude of issues should be considered before making this important decision so you can feel more confident about the final decision. Entrepreneurship is not for everyone. Success depends not only on personal ambitions and means, but also on external factors beyond a person's realm of control. I'll tell you a little bit about what we do in an overview of our services. Next slide, please. The next slide. The SPDC at UNM Gallup services McKinley County operating under the University of New Mexico Gallup branch. Our mission is to develop skilled entrepreneurs and strong businesses. We are funded in part through a cooperative agreement with the U.S. Small Business Administration. Next slide, please. We offer confidential one-on-one -on -one counseling services for businesses planning, financing, marketing, and accounting. Our continuing education classes are free or low cost, and we are an accredited member of the America's SBDC. Business success begins with a great idea, but one of the biggest problems we see here at the SBDC is the lack of planning or awareness of the many things that are involved in starting a business. We hope to help guide people through this process by being educated to face the worst. We hope there is a greater chance of success. We also bring with us a wealth of resource partners and beneficial partners like our relationship with Los Alamos National Laboratory and Sandia National Laboratories. Under our New Mexico SBDC network, we have the Procurement Technical Assistance Program, assisting business with selling their goods and services to the federal and state and um, state local government. Then, then there's the International Business Accelerator, assisting owners with import and export guidance. Next slide, please. So there's just a list of all the other things we're committed to help people with. This presentation today is beneficial to the community we serve in order to promote our services as a trusted partner in the community we serve. 
With that said, America's SBDC helps entrepreneurs start and grow their businesses, create jobs, increase prosperity, and contribute to the economy. Small businesses are job creators and innovators. Supporting their formation and growth moves our economy forward and makes our communities healthier. We are building New Mexico's economy one business at a time. Thank you for your time today. So hi, good morning, good afternoon. Um, my name is Rachel Livingston. I'm the outreach coordinator for AIBE. So for the sake of my internet connection, I'm gonna go ahead and stop my video. So. Okay, so I'm the outreach coordinator for AIBE, as I mentioned, um, American Indian Business Enterprise. Um, some like to call it ABE. Um, for the sake of this presentation, we'll go ahead and say AIBE. So um, AIBE leverages off the student uh, incubator, Studio G at NMSU, which has been recognized as one of the top 20 business incubators in the world by UBI Global. Uh, next slide. So we serve all Native American entrepreneurs uh, of New Mexico and surrounding communities, uh, whether they are a student or a community member. We serve them um, alike. So our AIB clients are creating transformation through entrepreneurship. Um, AIBE provides entrepreneurship training, which includes um, cur curriculum that include uh, financing, market research, and more. Uh, AIBE grants uh, access to business support, networking, prototyping, and university resources. Um, the resources AIBE provide emphasize customer discovery and provide pivots while providing critical resources for entrepreneurs. So I'll go over uh, more into the I'll go more into a few of the resources here on the next slide, uh, which ultimately help grow and retain talent in New Mexico. Uh, next slide. Uh, so as I touched on uh, resources in the previous slide, um, we have an abundant amount of resources. However, these are the most popular. Um, first, our online business training platform, Talent LMS. Uh, so once you're an AIB member, you give, uh, you're granted talent LMS access and you're given access to various modules which overgo the many topics related to entrepreneurship. Uh, AIBE also provides unlimited one-on-one -on -one business advising. Uh, at these virtual sit-downs, we can talk about your needs, concerns, and the team will point you in the right direction, connect you with the right resources or the right people. And these right people uh, could be advisors. AIBE gives access to, um, gives clients access to the Arrowhead Innovation Network, which has over 50 advisors. Each of, the, each of these advisors come with their own profession, um, including market, marketing, taxes, business attorneys, and more. So we provide courses and these five-week courses, I'll talk about here in the next slide. Go ahead, next slide. Uh, so one of the courses that we offer is the Financial Business Basic course. Uh, we like to call it uh, FBB course. So, so far we've had um, two, cohort, two cohorts. Um, over 20 of our clients have participated in these. Um, and this 
class was done in partnership with New Mexico Community Capital and Indian Resource Development. So, and then another course that we've done in partnership with uh, New Mexico Community Capital and IRD, Indian Resource Development, is Digital Media and Marketing Basics course. So both of these courses um, are geared towards Native American entrepreneurs and they assist on building a solid foundation to grow business ideas with personal finance in mind for success in marketing. Um, and an upcoming course that we have is a Native American focused sprint accelerator. So this five week course will overgo uh, topics such as product and business uniqueness, customer and competition, product and market fit, resource funding and moving forward. So each of these courses is modified for Native American entrepreneurs and each client receives a stipend upon completion which can go towards their business. Uh, next slide. Um, another upcoming event um, this summer is an opportunity for Native youth. Um, the Native, the InnoVenture Native Youth Ag Camp uh, participants will have three chances to participate with dates listed uh, June in June and July. Um, each week we will overgo um, either cattle or sheep management. The one-week virtual camps will cover entrepreneurial thinking, innovation, and agriculture skills which will assist in preparing the next generation of native ranchers, farmers, and professionals in the agriculture field. Um, so this camp will be delivered uh, by Navajo Technical University's veterinarian program uh, with help from NMSU's Camp InnoVenture, AIBE, and Indian Resource Development. Uh, so we're in deep need of participants. So if you want to keep your kids busy this summer, um, send them our way and they'll receive free camp material and chances to win, <laughs> I'm sorry, a laptop or a, a gift card. Yeah, so that's all I've got. Um, like, like any other program, it's easy to apply. I'll go ahead and leave the link below. Uh, you can go to the next slide. Yeah, I've left the, I've left link to our program in the chat and you can contact myself um, or our program director, Brooke Montgomery. Thank you. So thank you very much, uh, Cynthia. And thank you, Rachel, uh, for supporting this info session. Uh, hey, John, we'll this is Wendy. Everybody, hey, Wendy. It can, everyone can unmute themselves if they want to ask questions. Wonderful. So now we're going to open it up to some Q&A. Uh, looks like you've got control over your mute button and uh, well, yeah, happy to help and provide hopefully some good responses. And folks, if you would like a copy of the presentation, please enter your contact information in the chat box and we will get that sent over to you. Hi, John, this is Andy from Retriever Technology. Can I ask a question? Absolutely. Um, thanks for having this, by the way, really appreciate the NMSBA program. Um, we are trying to develop an adhesive technology. It's got aerospace applications. If we develop in conjunction with the lab IP and patentable uh, technology, who owns that technology? Can we patent it? Does the government have margin rights? So very good question. We receive a lot of questions related to IP. So the NMSBA program is very unique in 
along the Department of Energy complex is that in a sense that if, for example, intellectual property or IP is created or developed during an NMSBA project, the company has the opportunity to elect title to the IP that was realized during the NMSBA project. If you have existing IP, of course, we, incur- we respect that. We acknowledge that it is your existing IP. And just recommend that uh, you communicate that it is your previous IP uh, and any communication that you have with the laboratories, just, uh, just for clarity. Was that helpful? Um, would you clarify what you meant by um, owning title? So uh, with owning title, you have the opportunity to go and patent it if, uh, if you choose to. So if the IP is created and you feel that you or would like to choose to patent the IP that was developed under an MSBA project, then you are able to elect title, take it through the patent process, and the company would own the patent. Uh, the government always retains government use rights, uh, which is much different than being able to commercialize the IP. Great, thank you. And if, if, if you have something that's an adhesive, I know the perfect engineer uh, who would probably be the one to speak with related to adhesives. I will, um, after the meeting, be in touch um, with that once we get our application together. Excellent. Good morning. Good morning. I have a question. Yes, Abigail? I have a question. I'm looking at some of the things that um, we're having issues with, with the water line on the Napa Reservation. Um, according to where our homestead is in New Mexico, a lot of these water lines are not going to the areas that are infeasible, they call it, because homes are uphills and the, there's no gravity flow for those water lines. So I would like to invent or do um, a water pump that can get the water to the people that lives up on the hills. Is there anyone that can help me with that? I recall a project with a company that uh, has developed a solar powered or a uh, propane powered water pump system. Um, and I believe that they're in conversations possibly with the Navajo Nation. Uh, that might be an interesting uh, uh, topic or something that they might be interested in uh, discussing. Uh, I'm not sure. We're not allowed to invent things for people. The program is to take inventions or ideas and help improve them. Um, because if we invent them uh, prior, if we invent them, that causes some challenges on how to manage the intellectual property. Uh, but we may have some resources that are worth having a conversation with to possibly help address your question. Okay. Uh, would you provide your uh, your email as well? And um, 
I can see if I can find those and maybe we can get together and have a conversation. That's fine. John, can you address Jonathan's comment in the chat? Um, I'm gonna go take a peek here at the chat. Oh, that's quite a bit, let me. Okay, with NMSBA assistance in the lab, my vision of creating a product to significantly rate, to, the mileage has been established. I finished the type production component prototype now for the center. I, you achieved, congratulations, very good. And especially for a semi, for a semi truck, that is phenomenal. So I'm not quite sure who you spoke with. Um, I, I am aware that there's a, uh, a, actually a company who in Las Cruces that would probably be very, very interested in having a conversation with you. They are a long haul transportation company and they pride themselves on being able to have the best mileage uh, for their semis and for their long haul vehicles than just about anybody else in the country. Uh, they have their own uh, in-house in engineers to help improve it and very popular. And uh, if you're interested in finding who that company is, I'd be willing to share that information with you. And they may be very interested in what you've achieved because it saves, as a business, it would save them money. And it would also, in a sense, kind of give them bragging rights because according to this company, their competitors take a look at what they're doing so that their, their competitors' trucks could also achieve fuel efficiency on semi-trucks as well. So I'd be able, I'd be happy to provide you the name of that company and uh, and possibly a person over the uh, Las Cruces economic development that might be able to assist you in that conversation. Yes, I'm uh, sitting here in Gallup, but I just heard the lady ask about the the water pump and we are developing and we'll be working with NMSBA, I think, on our solar generator to have it tested after we finish prototype work this summer. Uh, but uh, this is capable of, of pumping water, both from, for an irrigation system or for her purposes. So uh, Red Sand LLC is actually here in, in McKinley County, and I'm here in the SBA office with uh, Cindy Jarvison. So uh, she should contact me. I think that was at Andrea Garcia. Uh, that was Abigail Yazzie. Okay, that was Abigail Yazzie that was asking about the water. Yeah, if she contacts uh, Cindy Jarvis and Cindy at SBA and Gallup, uh, she can refer you to me. Oh, that's fantastic. Okay, because hi, whoever. I'm Abigail. Yate. Yate. I have uh, my own business with Traditional Specialty Maintenance Incorporated. Yeah. And I we have worked throughout the Navajo Reservation through the pandemic and last year through different facilities. We cleaned, disinfect, did, did deep cleaning. And I'm just very thankful that um, none of my workers um, got sick because I worked in the hospital for 30 years and we used that same protocol that the hospital used. And, and I'm just thankful for that. So being on the reservation through this pandemic, I mean, 
I saw a lot of uh, people that lives out there without running water. I mean, even washing their hands, we gave them like empty um, soap, laundry soap, those empty bottles with those little pumps. We even gave some of those out so they can wash their hands. I mean, just, it was just so, so heartbreaking to see them and then the way they were doing their laundry. It's just so heartbreaking. So now I'm really advocating for my community, especially in my homestead, because my grandfather lived there. My father lived there. Now my my siblings are living there. They still have no running water. So we had NECA and NTUA that went out there and they told us that it's impossible because you guys, they live on the hill and we can't run the water up there, but we'll bypass you, sign this for us, and we'll just bypass the water line by all of you to go to the next person down the valley. And I am just like, how do we get the water up there to these people? Well, let, let me so just say. I'm talking about like 35 homes, including yeah. ours. Well, let me five. ask you if we can interview you. For our uh, for the Arrowhead program, we're going to start tomorrow with, related to this uh, solar generator. We need okay. ten interviews, so we'll interview you for that and find out everything you just said. Okay. That that will be really helpful because right I'll now. I'll email you. Really I'll, I'll send you my email address. Okay, because I want to put my energy into helping these people because I saw a lot, and I myself personally would not live like that. It is. It was it was way beyond what um, a daily living any normal person should be living like that. So that's why I'm wanting to help, and I even contact some people in Michigan to see if they can help us get a water pump or a water pump that can work that can pump the water uphill. So I will appreciate any help I can get. Thank you. Hello, John. I will. Can you be able to hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, morning, John. Say, Good morning. Uh, I received morning. an email. Uh, right, right. Uh, I received an email uh, stating that uh, this uh, webinar was uh, about uh, grants for business growth. And uh, I haven't able to uh come across uh, your presentation, other presentation about grants for business. And I'm in the um, bottled water manufacturing uh, industry and uh, I'm building it here in Shiprock, New Mexico on the Navajo Nation. And I'm, I'm at the uh, startup, but I'm coming pretty close to closing uh, fundings and all that, and I, I'm really interested in what type of business grants that you were able to provide. Uh, so that's my question, okay? Thank you. I will. It sounds like you're doing a really uh, good endeavor out there over in uh, uh, Shiprock, I believe. And uh, I, uh, I have some family that lives uh, nearby over in Kirtland, uh, over in the Four Corners area. Um, so our, our program provides engineering help and engineering assistance for companies 
not necessarily specifically money. However, I think for funding resources, uh, I would probably recommend uh, Cynthia Jarvison over at the SPDC, uh, who might have uh, be aware of more resources for funding or grants for small businesses versus getting engineers and scientists to kind of use their scientific talent to figure something out for your company. Um, or, uh, and I'm wondering uh, if uh, AIBE might also be a resource for you as well. Uh, yes. Well, uh, the host that uh, conduct the uh, webinar, um, they have my, my email and my contact information, I believe. Uh, so uh, I, I'm not sure who to uh, specifically contact at this point. So in, in a way, um, like I said, you know, uh, we're close to closing and getting the funding going. Uh, I'm kind of looking at like uh, the uh, the uh, bottled water filtration system and uh, a pet preform for the bottled water uh, bottle itself and label the, the label maker. Uh, if anything that could go along that line, that would be good. Also, like on the flooring of the uh, building that I'm leasing, uh, that has to be specifically designed. The cost is is way up pretty high, you know, so any help comes along that way, along these lines, I surely do appreciate that. Uh, so anyway, that's it. Thank you. Yeah, so I like you. to in a little, I'm oh, sorry. Um, yeah, so our um, clients, they are given access to um, the fund match email. So every month they're um, given an email of list of grants and funding opportunities um, that are in New Mexico or uh, world um, countrywide. So yeah, we're gonna go ahead and if you go ahead and it'll be added to that email list and you can get all those funding opportunities. Mandy McAnally. Hi, good want, morning. Hi, I would like to talk about how all of these resources come together. I, I started working within the system about four years ago, and um, I called the NMSBA and met with John, showed him my anodized bracelets, just in case you remember that. Um, but once you get in and you're talking to somebody, um, I've worked with NMMEP extensively. I've worked with DJ and SCORE and West. And, and once you're in the system and they can help you um, figure out which thoughts are helping you and which thoughts are, are just taking up space, but they're not moving you forward, then they start connecting you to other people. And um, with, within SCORE, within all this, so you'll soon have a team of maybe two or three or more people, and um, and they they really help you keep focused on moving you forward and your dreams forward, um, and and they're always in touch with SBDC and um, all the other groups that work with us, and and it comes out. You have to be in the system to start getting an idea of how fabulous it is and all that is available because there are, I, I've been working 
Mm. I've submitted things to Arrowhead that helped me tighten my writing and think about I mean, it just all works until it's just that perfect idea that's ready for market. And you've already identified all of your manufacturers and um, your funding and everything. So it's really worth getting into this system and, and taking every opportunity available here. Thank you. And Karina, did you have a question? Karina, did you have a question? I did, thank you. I, I guess it's um, directed a little at John. Um, without giving too much away about our product and, and project, uh, would, would the labs be able to help us develop a metering system? Um, we have this product that can be added to, to um, reservoirs or ponds to help with, uh, um, you know, all the sort of nastiness that can, can develop, that can happen in those, um, you know, whether it be fish or algae or, you know, things like that. Can, is that something, a project that, that can um, be taken on? Uh, I, I apologize. What kind of system? Uh, so uh, like a metering system or, you know, um, a way of getting the product into the pond in a measurable mm. way. Okay. Okay. Um, so I, and this is, this is something that you've developed or you've invented? Uh, yes, we have a product that we've developed and, um, uh, you know, are just ready to take off with it. But we just, we have an idea of how we want it to apply, get into the pond or, you know, be, okay. can't think so of it. <laughs> So I, with, without you talk, without you really much more, um, it sounds similar to a couple of projects that we've worked uh, with previously. Uh -huh. And I, I do think that it's uh, worth having a conversation, um, uh, having a one-on-one -on -one conversation um, with what you're looking to achieve. I have a little bit of an idea on a couple of resources. Uh, is it a, is it mechanical based or is it kind of, uh, it, does it function mechanically or is it just, how, how does it function, I guess? Well, that's what we're trying to figure out. Um, so we have this product, it's a liquid product, potentially or potentially a, a, a capsule. And mm -hmm. so we're trying to figure out um, how do we meter that into the water? You know, is it, is it a drip system? Is it some sort of, mm -hmm. you know, measurable? How do we know that more needs to be added? Okay. So, I, um, I, I think I know who to, who to put you in contact with through the NMSBA program. Uh, okay. And okay. It's, uh, it's something, it would be a small project, but I think it would be a fun project for a couple of the people that I have in mind. Okay, great. Thank you. So Karina, make sure you have your contact information or make sure you have John's information. Hi, good morning. Can you hear me? Good morning. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. Thank you. Um, my name is Laurie Manuelito, and I am um, currently working on a marketplace project called Inmate Marketplace on uh, near Tohachi, New Mexico. Oh. 
And I was invited to the webinar with from Cindy Jarvison. Good morning, Cindy. <laughs> and um, just wanted to let you know I'm really excited to hear a lot of the assistance that you're saying that you could could offer. Um, basically, the marketplace is an open air concept. Um, I'm the New Mexico side of the Navajo Reservation. And it's going to be located on the Navajo Reservation. So I'm working with the Navajo Nation and also the New Mexico side to get um, the, the finalized land withdrawal and everything, but in tandem with that. Also looking at the plans for how to get this marketplace a reality. And the engineering part is one big, huge part that I really need. I need assistance because it's um, not going to be a regular bashes or it's going to be very independently uh, constructed. I, want, I would like to have a lot of green concepts, a lot of solar um, recycling, filtration of the water so it's not um, just coming straight from the aquifer, it's a lot of it to be recycled so it can be used again um, for landscaping purposes and possibly for uh, in the employment area for potable, non-potable, what have you. So I really would like to be able to recycle a lot of that and then also keep the land as pristine as possible. So the buildings are going to be separate. They're going to be, you know, they're not going to be connected and uh, try and keep it, like I said, as pristine as possible. So um, a lot of uh, engineering and um, I'm looking as, as I'm listening to other patrons and thinking, wow, there's patenting that might need to be done. And it's a very new concept being that we're in a food desert. So... Um, it's going to be the grocery store, and then there's going to be other uh, buildings for entrepreneurs to utilize if they like, you know, to lease and build upon their their businesses as well. So I just wanted to introduce myself, and I wanted to you know, let you know that I'm really excited to see if I can work with anybody to be able to get the engineering aspects of it down, and my business plan keeps growing every <laughs> time I. I learned more, um, so I just wanted to say hi, and uh, thank you for inviting me to this webinar. It's very, very informative. Thank you. We're happy to have you here, and uh, with some of the other folks, such as like uh, uh, Daniel, it looks like uh, you might have come to the right place for some, uh, for a little bit of networking and speaking with some folks in your area. Yes, most definitely. Next question. Well, it, uh, I think those are all the questions. I, I believe we've captured your emails and I wanna thank everyone for attending this event this morning. We really appreciate you taking time out of your day. Thank you, uh, Cindy, very much for, uh, for your time and your information and thank you, Rachel. And as a friendly reminder, if anyone has some uh, youth that is interested in the summer camp that uh, Rachel discussed earlier. Uh, please feel free to contact her directly. It sounds like a lot of fun. It makes me wish I was a teenager just so I can go. But, uh, 
Hey, John. Yes. Um, Retriever Technology asks, will face-to-face -face meetings with the PI be possible? Uh, it, it can be, yes, of course. Uh, of course, we got to follow the guidelines and our PIs are required to follow the guidelines as, uh, as deemed, but uh, absolutely. In fact, I had a meeting yesterday with a PI in a couple of companies and we have some scheduled. Uh, most likely, initially it might be off-site of Sandia Labs, uh, but once we get you into the system and get you to be able to get a visitor's badge and get approval, then that will also be possible to be on-site visiting as well. Oh, one new message, thanks. Okay, and then um, we will, um, you will get copies of the presentation either from John or Judy, I believe, and uh, we'll get those out with um, by tomorrow. If not today, but, but definitely by tomorrow. And th thank you, Wendy, for coordinating this and keeping us on time and uh, organized. So Thanks. Everyone have, <laughs> everyone have a wonderful afternoon. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.